podcasting is growing very quickly, not just in the Philippines, but also worldwide. There's a whole lot of voices out there, and we as podcasters need to stay informed in order to stay relevant. The best way to do that is with data, and the best way to get it all in one place is Podmetrics, your one-stop shop for all your podcast data needs. Podmetrics aggregates data from Anchor, Spotify, Chartable, Facebook Live, and YouTube in order to show you the real picture of how your show is doing. And when you know your show, you can grow your show. The best part is it's absolutely free. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and don't forget to use the referral code GeekyHuans. That's Geeky, J-U-A-N-S. Podmetrics, the only analytics you'll ever need for your podcast. We can expand a bit more on our favorite wrestlers with this one. Three best wrestlers of G130. I think I'll start with my top three. Uh, well, number one is Tatsuya Naito. Like, this guy is the MVP of the tournament. You know, first double champion in the G1. His first time as a world champion in the G1. And it's been working, you know? He's, he's you know, can say he's best in the world right now. Nah, we can't stop. Naito right now. I mean, Sanada did, paga. <laughs> but it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, no, it's hard to say anything negative about Naito right now because he's in the best run of his run of his career right now. He's in the best shape. Uh, you know, yeah. But okay, number two is number two for my favorite wrestlers. Um, oh shoot, I think I uh, know. Okay, I think. My second is Jay White. You know, Stephen, I've been telling you that I hate Jay White for quite a while. Like I like <laughs> ROH excursion Jay White, but when when he went to Switchblade na and he took away his he turned his Kiwi Crusher into some ano, signature move, I was kind of weirded out. But yeah, yeah, I like Jay White now. Like there's something that. You know, whenever I see him as, you know, you know, he's the guy that acts the most non-Japanese in the in and in, in, in its Bullet Club, you know, Gaijin style heel antics for Jay White, and I finally understood what it meant. Okay, my third best, my third best is, I think he's not gonna make the block fine. I he's no longer he's eliminated now, but Tai Chi, oh my God, um. There, when you said Tai Chi Goon, yeah, that's legit. Like, the only thing that can rival Tai Chi Goon is maybe Saber Goon or Miho Goon or something. But yeah, <laughs> Miho Goon. Yeah, Tai Chi is, you know, Tai Chi without the Iron Claw, Tai Chi without any heel antics. Maybe, maybe just the maybe just the micro the microphone cables, which he usually does. It's good. Like, ito na, the first time that I appreciated Tai Chi was last year again. It's a G1, the last match. Like, when, he, when he just decided against Kanemaru interrupting or anyone you know, ruining his you know, ruining his match by being you know, being a heel, that was the first time na I saw that hey, this guy can do can do you know, can do a lot of things. So those are my top three. So that's Naito White and Taichi. So Steven, your turn for uh, your top three. Okay, my top three. Um, I'm gonna go do a countdown. Number three is uh, Naito, because expected na siya eh. So I'm already he's already I'll put him in third. Second is Taichi, because um, he's finally considered. I finally consider him a legit star, because a lot of people used to say na oh he's not that good, he's not that good. But the guy, the guy can go. Uh, lastly, uh, my number one is Taichi. Uh, sorry, not Taichi. Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi. Because he finally proved all the doubters wrong. Um, I will always remember that promo. I think they even replayed the old promo of Yoshihashi. About, you remember that, that girl? Na, yeah, that was crying. He yeah, she was crying. It was like, at first, I thought, like, why would she cry over chaos? Is like basically pin taker. And then. <laughs> But later on, I realized, holy shit, Yoshihashi can go. Like, he can go. And like, and then I realized, uh, shit, I have been overlooking Yoshihashi far too long. That's why he's my number one. Anyway, <laughs> Abel, your turn. 
Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm, well, Naito is already out of the picture because Naito. I mean, it's expected to win. So yeah, I'm going with my like legit top three. Like in my mind, I'm gonna go with Jay White. That's number three. Yeah, Why Jay White? Because, dude, uh, ten points plus you. You're already seeing like how the future is going, which will go later. I think that's the part of our. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. our two segments and, after. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> So White, I feel like he's, this solidifies him as a star. I mean, he's already a star, but he'll go way above that from here. Uh, number two is Taichi because Taichi, when he beat Suzuki, I was like, okay, I'm. <laughs> I, but I, um, that's why I said Saber can sign with AEW anytime because they don't need Saber a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Good, they don't need Saber. Uh, number one is dude, the winner, Sanada. He because not because mm. not because he has a good record, but the way he's presented in this entire thing, the way everyone has their eyes, like even Vegas odds were like, "Yo, Sanada's gonna win this shit." Like, okay, 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 okay. I'm I'm gonna watch, and every time I watch Sanada matches, it's just like, mm, that's expected of him. Really good. So he's number one. Yeah, let's go. Okay, Derv, your turn. Yeah, so I'll remove Naito from the list because it's expected and I'm the biggest Naito head here. So number three is Yoshihashi because I believe Yoshihashi now has found his niche. He's now yeah, the guy nice. that you have to play as the ultimate baby face. Remember when Kobashi was starting, he was starting to he was losing match after match after match after match. If they can build up on that, and Yoshihashi kasi feels like the Krillin to Okada's Goku. Eh. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes he was Shit. Yamcha. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has Yamcha's hair. But it's like, it's finally Krillin getting married to 118 style na he's going there. But I want to see more. I want no, to see more consistency in the long run. But I think he has it and he has shown it. Number two is... Again, uh, you guys said it, Tai Chi. Um, yeah. When I said Tai Chi Gun, like, I believe like Tai Chi is the guy. Because I really like it when I used to hate the guy, but then he proves me wrong. Kind of like with Naito during the early days of Ingobernable. And then with Tai Chi, the thing is, he can do it without cheating. That's the thing. Uh, like, I think uh, Jude said it. And also with Taichi, the charisma is there. People are cheering for him, even though he's like this lazy bad guy. And then the favorite is I have the same answer as ABL. Um, I actually, in our version of the preview, uh, ABL really cut into the cha- cut the chase and said, "Sana, I was rooting for Sana because the presentation of his matches, as you can see, his first few matches." The ones he lost are actually the ones he should have won. That's like Yano, Yoshihashi, and Goto. But then, during the night match, something changed. Because Sanada is presented as this cool guy, like water, like he adjusts to the match. But during the night match and the subsequent matches, he was starting to focus in the corner. That's a little subtle hint of like him taking it seriously now. And what do you mean focus on the corner? What do you mean? No, he's like zoning out in the corner, concentrating. Oh shit. Sorry, because he's the guy that like be water. So yeah, and also the fan support. I mean, Sanada is the only guy rivaling Naito right now for like tears. Especially that match in his home prefecture versus Naito. It's like so that was so good. Like you can hear the crowd. It's like Sanada. It's like the night of the two clap. It's like the three claps for Sanada. So yeah, he's like aside from Naito, my number one wrestler for G one. Nice. Okay. Okay. Now that's our three best wrestlers. Now we go to our mid tournament awards. Now there's four so- awards. This is MVP, most improved, most disappointing, and most underrated. So. Okay, now I'll start. My MVP, of course, is Naito. You know, 
double champ in a G1 tournament. First time it happens, and you know he's doing so well. He's the only guy with 20 minute plus matches every match. Yeah, and you know he's been he's showing out. You know he's showing everything that he's been doing. You know he's showing why he's world champ and he's deserving to be Shuyaku. After all these years, you know, despite uh, his disappointment in the past few years, you know, he's just he, this is his run, this is his turn. So we might we might not see any more in the few. You know, we might not see when will this happen again. So you know, Naito showing out this tournament is is you know something that we should just uh, watch and enjoy. Okay, most improved Jeff Cobb. Um, last year Jeff Cobb had Jeff Cobb had the speed and power, but there was something bitten, you know. He was just, he was just average. Like, you you know that he can do so much better. The guy was freaking Matanza Cueto in Lucha Underground. You know, the guy was built as a monster in in one and yeah. uh, at some point. And but yeah, that's why. Uh, this year, you know, Jeff Cobb's more consistent. Like, he's supposed to show. He's supposed to be, I know, as powerful. He's supposed to be the big hoss guy that. Throws everyone in the ring, in and out, you know, just just do suplexes and uh, everything. You know, like he was supposed to be like he's gonna take the Elgin role, and now you know he's he's been better. You know, he's been he's been having these awesome matches. Like the one against Ishi Kanina was just like super awesome, magical. Like you wish for a horse battle like that, and you got it. You got the you got the match that you got the match that you need and yeah most improved for Jeff Cobb you know he's not he's not gonna win the G1 he's eliminated but you know way better than last year parang if, if his first debut was like uh, this one is just like you know eye opening uh, most disappointing uh, <clears throat> I think Kenta for me yeah Kenta is most disappointing because you know, I was expecting him to be a bit closer to top, you know, closer to a block final than being away from it. Because can't because there's a bullet club issue going on, and you know, there's Jay White Evil, there's Yujiro, and there are four bullet club guys there. You know, you at least expect them to be uh to be fighting off and you know talking about what's happening with BC, but. Kenta is, you know, Kenta is just probably too chill right now. There's something, uh, you know, he has the title shot waiting. So, yeah. as you said, yeah, there, there's pro- that's probably you know, on his mind there. Most underrated. Um, okay, I think I'll dedicate this segment, this most underrated to, uh, to CSJ right now. I think uh, CSJ last year was kind of meh. Was not as, uh, not as. Not what you expect. You know, he kept on blaming Boris Johnson. He was losing matches that, you know, he was supposed to be really good at. But right now, you know, you know, ZSJ may not be in a contender shape right now. Maybe maybe tomorrow that will change. But he's so good. Like, whenever I watch a ZSJ match, I'm just so happy. Because he's the guy with an irregular moveset. I like wrestlers that, you know, has that irregular moveset that, you know, everyone in New Japan is mostly, you know, has a strong style, has a lot of um, implements, you know, high flying moves. But ZSJ is the weird guy that you know, latches on guys and puts a submission move in any way he can. Like, like the way that he counters, you know, he counters guys like maybe Osprey Okada. Nah, he just latches on them like some, you know, like some caterpillar on a branch. It's just so crazy. So that's yeah. my, that's my, you know. Award. Those those are my awards. So I think Steven can go with yours. Okay. So for me, I'm gonna make this quick. Um, MVP is Naito because he's delivered every match. Most improved. Oh, this is a hard one. I feel like it has to be Taichi. <laughs> Because he, you know, like everybody look looked down on him for so long. Most disappointing, evil. For a former double champion, you would think that he could have done more. Most underrated. Oh man, yeah, Yoshihashi, but most underrated because like it's only now that people are finally 
beginning yeah. to see how good Yoshihashi is. So that's my MVP. Most MVP is Naito. Most improved is um. Where did I put that? Most I forgot. <laughs> Taichi. Uh, most improved. Most disappointing is Evil. Most underrated, Yoshihashi. Oh my God! I forgot about Evil. Like, wait, I'll just say na. The only thing good nga about Evil, the only thing I like is his entrance music. Because it sounds like a boss battle. God, it's the best. I love that entrance music. It's a requirement yeah. for a main eventer in New Japan that you have boss battle music, chaka maybe a long ass coat. Or for Naito's yeah. case, a uh, long the ass coat. It's a long, long ass entrance because he walks so slow while his yeah. yeah. music is playing so fast. By the way, I, I, I kind of want to play his music in somewhere with a lot of echoes, but that's it. Okay, I think uh, ABL, your turn for your yeah, award. ABL, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with MVP because he beat both their MVPs and also Derbs because it's probably his MVPs. I'm going to go with Sanada. Sanada's still the MVP to me. I mean, nice. I mean this in a mat, not in a per match basis. It's more of like how he's being presented. He looks like, like everyone, like wherever you ask, everyone's anticipating Sanada's going to come out of this busting balls just going straight to the finals and it's pretty strong like it you cannot deny that sanada has this big chance to just cruise his way back into the finals when this is all over with so and the way crowds react to him every match we even actually i kind of had a clue that he he will win this entire thing when he lost to yano i don't know why like when he lost to Yano the first match, I was like, oh no, I think he's going to win. I have a clue. Like I just had a gut feel like he's going to win. So everything since then, like he just looks so good. Like even in loss, he still looks good. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm believing that's another hype train. He's my MVP. Uh, I'm agreeing with you guys on our most improved. Uh, Taichi. Oh, by the way, yeah. Say thank you for tuning in. She doesn't have a clue about wrestling. But yeah, she's there. <laughs> anyway, so Ta- Taichi, the reason why I feel like Taichi is um, the most improved is because, dude, he, dudes, he's just crazy going after almost everyone. He doesn't give a shit. And he's doing it in the New Japan way. No weapons, no low blows, no claw and whatever. The, the best heals are the ones that doesn't have to use those kind of shit. But what af- what happens after is he just goes on the mic and just, I told you so, guys, I could do it. Like, those are the best heels ever. So if Taichi can still stick to that road, like be an unstoppable heel and just tell people, hey, guys, I've known this for years. You just don't give me the chance. Then he- he's going to be a star wherever he goes. Uh, most disappointing, and I think this goes for others. Akashi, just like I, I saw him. I just saw him. This this year should have been, I, as I said a while ago, um, before you got got in, Steve. This year was supposed to be his going out party. He was supposed. To, I see him like what you said, bad luck Fale. But bad luck Fale won matches. This is zero, guys. This is fucked up. Like, Takahashi is zero. Like, he needs to win even just a count-out win. Like, just give him a fucking win. So, I'm disappointed in Takahashi. But I hope maybe next year, you know, he just comes back. Maybe make a better run. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's part of storyline. So, who knows? Uh, most underrated, I'm going with Jude. I don't know if you did. I, I, I was zoning out a little bit, Steve. Yeah. But did you say Saber? Yeah, I said say. Oh, I did say saber. Jude said saber. Who said? How about you, Steve? I said uh, Yoshihashi underrated. Oh, Yoshihashi. Okay, so I'm going with Saber Junior because he's not under. Uh, unlike Yoshihashi, Yoshihashi now is like rated, not over, yeah. not under, just rated. Underrated in a sense of Zack Saber because he can still put down a lot of guys. He can still put down a lot of. Big names. I mean, um, if you're talking about Toriano becoming a bracket buster, just check out Zack Sabre and what he can do to any of your brackets. Like, if you had predictions, just check out what he's going to do. So, Sabre Jr. deserves so much, and he's getting less, and that hurts me. 
because I think it was you, Jude, who dropped the theme song of Zack Sabre Jr. I love the Zack Sabre Jr. theme song back in the independence. But even before, like his run in PWG was always good. His run in um, Rev Pro is always good. Uh, every, anytime I see him, he's just been so good. Even if matches with just like Chuck Taylor, like Chuck Taylor is like quote unquote comedy wrestler and everything, but dude, he has great matches with him. And he's here in New Japan. He got that big run in the New Japan Cup. And then after that, it just slipped down. So I need more Zack Sabre Jr. Unless that's a big unless. Unless Taichi takes Suzuki Gun. If Taichi takes Suzuki Gun, Saber can just leave New Japan altogether. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's my tournament. Mid tournament nice. ones. Nice. Let's go, Derv. Your turn. Yeah, MVP. Um, obviously Naito. Um, <laughs> he's been the most consistent one, and it's like you guys have said it. And also, he's like he has the best matches, and he's the most consistent one. And also with Naito, he's he's starting to play that role that Okada did when he was champion and also Omega did in some way now he can be the pseudo heel in a match if it's face versus face because Okada did that to him during Wrestle Kingdom 14 and he did it to choose with Yoshi with Sanada although he's like an anti-hero but he can now make the crowd hate him and cheer for the other guy <laughs> Most improved, uh, Tai Chi, because uh, remember when Tai Chi was like, he only had good matches with Naito, that's it, like two years ago. But now it's like, if he doesn't do his shit, he's doing good. Uh, most disappointing, personally, this is, uh, I already said this earlier, um, Kenta, because I expected more. But I do expect him to spoil Naito in the end. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Naito is going to get the yeah, end. Yeah. With yeah. I need but, his uh, win back. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, with Kenta, they could have done more. Especially if it happens that I think would happen. And I think what is in the briefcase already. Uh, yeah, I think there's a reason to the explanation. Like you guys said, he's already lax. Because I think there's something in the briefcase, and it's not a contract. <laughs> the, you think you think he already has the belt, and Moxie already pretty much surrendered it? I think they might pull that because I have a match in mind. I think I told this to ABL. Uh, we can get to that uh, before the, what the future holds. But then, again. yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> I think Kenta's disappointing just because, also because the match with Evil. He went out. He was kind of like the pansy. Like, Evil cheated and you're like, ah, you're more subtle. Okay. You didn't go like an asshole Kenta. Like, Kenta versus Naito asshole, right? Yeah. And then the most underrated, this is going to sound like, um, uh, this is going to be surprising, but it's Jay White. Why? Because we've underrated how good Jay White and Ghetto's timing is with doing the cheating maneuvers. Now that we have Evil who's like doing it for every five minutes, <laughs> now Smear. appreciate how good Ghetto <laughs> and Jay White's timing is when they book a match, when to do the cheating spot or cheating sequence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. 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 Yeah. Now... MVP most improved, most disappointing. Okay, now um, this one's this one's the big one. Okay, now we've talked about you know you know, talked about the G one. Everyone, um, it's just the finals is just a few few days away, a few tournament dates away. So we, I and, think, we can yeah. I think next week. Okay, Monday. <laughs> yeah. So no, even November. Uh, G one finals or prediction. Now this one is just very simple. So. Two guys. Um, my pick for a block is Jay White. I don't think uh, I think that everyone who's on ten points right now, except for Jay White, will get and uh, will get bracket busted in the next few days. And you know, Jay White has so much potential to just go. Because you know, being the leader of the Bullet Club, and you know, we're just we're just enjoying him right now. Like 
yeah, tama nga si Derby. Like, with evil, with evil spamming GoBros every three minutes, um, you can see how, uh, you can see the value of how, you know, Jay White's matches, they're really good. Talaga. So, yeah, that's my A block winner. For B block, now I know Naito's on top, but being a champion means that you're rarely or you're never gonna win G1. I think they never, they haven't done that in a long, long time, in a decade. So, this is tough. Um, yeah, this is, well, no, this is not tough. Why am I why am I thinking of another guy? Uh, I think yeah, this is gonna be Sanada's time. Na, you know, Sanada is built na, you know, his first few matches were all losses. Na he's built na, you know, he has to do he it's a do or die every other match after those losses. He started with you know, he started with um with Naito and I, f- I forgot who he, who else he beat. Shoot. <clears throat> and uh, and Ah, yeah, he yeah, but yeah, he in a row. He's the hottest. Uh, no, he has the hottest streak in in the tournament. Cause he stopped the streak of Naito. So the last guy to, so you know, three in a row, and yeah, and everyone's rooting for him. Like Japan loves this guy. This this guy is a fan favorite, and. If it's if not now, the if not now when? So it's it's that situation. And also, if he after the G one, he still has an opportunity with Naito. So if he gets G one, if he gets G one, he gets a, he gets a shot with Naito twice if they're going with that. And I'll keep the I'll keep I'll keep that one because I am reserving something for the next one. So Stephen, your turn. Okay, so as I said on smarthenry.com, my prediction was Jay White versus Sanada for the G1 final. Um, <clears throat> 2 0. Currently, that. it seems like it's going to happen, man. So we'll see. I'm just worried that somehow we're going to get an Osprey like in the final. <laughs> so, anyway, um, my prediction is Jay White versus Sanada. That's it. Yes. Okay. Um, Abel, your turn. <laughs> uh, final pick is I don't need to like super explain it, but actually, after hearing about our entire conversation, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and explain it then. Yeah, I'm already going for block B Sonata, like it's no brainer. Hmm. Even Vegas odds thinks it's B block B winner, <laughs> but I'm having thoughts on. Block A. Oof, fuck. By the way, Andrew Singson says at Derv, Yak L I J. That's my friend, but uh, he knows. Two <laughs> yeah. hey. I'm gonna right, go. Sorry, you know what? Going. No, I understand. It's okay. It's okay because. Mm, okay. Let's do it because for the sake of storyline, Okada. Okay. Okada is the hump. Oh, shit. Okada is the hump. So, um, I don't know if there, there were multiple times where um, it's in the hometown of Sanada and maybe Sanada gets the win over Chaos or LIJ gets the win over Chaos. Sanada wins, but he doesn't get mm-hmm. it over Okada. And then did he win against Okada in his hometown? Did he? No, Question no, no. That, no. As in, right? It was in as Osaka in. last year, yeah. So Osaka. But that's yeah, we one. had that but, massive pop. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. But if you're if you're looking at it that way, uh in a sense, so much to everybody else, it's like Okada is final boss. Like that yeah. instead of Omega feeling like a final boss when the entire storyline panned out. It felt like Okada was the final boss. And then Omega jumped over the hurdle and he became champion. In the worst, one of the worst IWGP championships ever. I am yeah. hurt not to say that. <laughs> but but if we're talking about humps and not the Fergie type, uh, <laughs> it's, it has to be, it has to be him. Like he's the face of New Japan. He is what um, 
is what if you are looking for the prototypical New Japan superstar, it Okada just pops out. Like that's it. Yeah. So he has to get over that. And then in getting over that, it in comes the the um follow-up storyline of getting over your mentor in a sense in Naito. So I think that's where it's come it's coming from, where the storyline of Sanada is beating his quote unquote idols, beating his the people that used to beat on him. So that's where everything is going. And I think that's the finals to me. He's gonna okay. get over <clears throat> Okada. Although I don't see him winning over Naito. I see them feuding for like two years. Like <laughs> Naito will win this year. I mean 2021. And then 2022, Sonada will win. So I, I think it that way. But oh, I digress. Okay, let's go, Durf. Your uh, final speak. Uh, I'll start with B. Because um, I think Abel knows this, that I've been harping on a Sonada win because of the fact that he was the rumored original New Japan Cup winner if the pandemic yeah. did not happen. Yeah, oh, yeah he was yeah, the rumored, yeah. Because the as you can see it, yeah, sayang. Tapos, as you can see the brackets kasi nandi ba? Okada and White were the first match on the other side. And then Sanada was, you know, they're gonna do the... And then Jay White was teasing, you can't beat me, you can't beat me, right? Storyline. And yeah. then, and then yeah, it was the rumored, but it was given to evil because of the pandemic and for shock value. But then... Uh, I made this call before G1 that Sanada's gonna win, and then he lost three matches. But yeah, who's who was he facing after those three losses? It's Naito, and that's where like the momentum and then the crowd was really in them. And also, when the schedule was announced, not when the participants were announced, you know that the main event of the last day is gonna be Sanada versus Evil, even though it's like, oh, oh, shit. Shit. It yeah, it be. is. Has to be, yeah, yeah. So it's like, how can that not be? Because Naito versus Kenta, okay, that's where I got the idea. That, okay, Kenta might spoil Naito and make it. And remember, uh, if Evil wins tomorrow, the winner of that match will have the tiebreaker basically if they all go and tie each other. And also, Evil has not lost to Sanada. One one. Oh, oh my god. Okay. So you know, so, you know go. so it's Ooh. the ad stock against him. Now what's funny is group A, block A is what the one that's funny because you know Suzuki and Shingo would not main event it, even though it was the last match announced. But seeing it, it can go either way. Uh three ways. Okada beats Osprey for the block. Osprey, I know you guys are gonna hit it. Beats Okada, but I doubt it. Or Jay right. White sneaks in with a draw. But but this is where me and ABL really agree. It has to be Okada Sanada. If you're gonna make a star, yeah. make him win versus Okada when it finally matters. Because last year is like just stopping the streak of Okada. But it's yeah, like that's this true. time he did spoiler. Yeah. He just needs to win when it he just needs to beat Okada when something is on the line. And I think that uh remember Okada started using that sit down tombstone on Sanada, right? After Sanada countered the Rainmaker with the pop-up cutter. And now Sanada has the counter to the destino and the sit down tombstone, which is the setup to the Rainmaker, right? So yeah, um, Sanada Okada for the storyline, but I won't be surprised if it's Jay Sanada as well, just to continue the storyline. Nice, nice. So well, all our fi- all our finals predictions have Sanada on the B block, which is kind of awesome. Okay, now let's talk about future post G one. Now, okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. If Sanada wins G one, if I said he has two title opportunities, basically, in that sense. Here's my here's my uh, here's what's gonna happen if uh, no, if that one's the case. Uh but they're having problems with 
Naito as a double champ ngayon kasi they can't defend one belt. They have to defend both. Nagiging ganun yung case. So, here's, my thought is, why not Sanada uses up his first opportunity to get try and get the IC off of Naito? And then he does. And that and then when I thought that if 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 Sanada gets the IC, then the problem would be Wrestle Kingdom wouldn't be a Sanada win. That's the thing. So that's my case for the long yeah. term. Yeah. Sanada gets the IC, you know, establishes himself as a capable singles guy, which you know he needs he has to. He has he needs to so so badly, but still can't but still won't win the main event of a Wrestle Kingdom. So, but in a way, long-term storytelling, yun, which is good. And then I remember ABL and there was a uh, talk on Okada winning Dominion 2021, which makes ano, Okada an IWGP champ again and an Olympic torch bearer. Sakto lang because yeah. <laughs> Olympics na yun. True, true. You know, that, that could set up that could set up Sanada's match against Okada in Wrestle Kingdom. Because yeah. Naito is Naito yeah. is a good you know, Naito is his leader, his mentor in a way. So you know you can get that storyline first. But the fact that you have to get New Japan's biggest boss battle is the bigger fish. You know, Omega did it. Like you know, Omega took. Took like what two and a half years just to beat uh, Okada and win the title. So I think that's gonna be the case, you know. That's my case for Sanada. It's a uh, if they're gonna build up to a Sanada victory, it has to be, you know, it has to be that way. A bit like that, you know, make Sanada capable of winning a title in this in singles competition and and boost him up. Because I think the trend right now is, you know. Heavyweight champions, world champions ng New Japan have been winning the IC first before the IWGP. Except, ano, of course, except si Tanahashi and Okada kasi they, they, and, ano, they got them first. And nung kay Tanahashi, paga, wala pang IC no time niya. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. And then, I know, and then, although, I think I uh, know. I think it kind of goes that way. Kind of maybe kind of like the Omega route. Nah, yeah. I see first. You know, of course, he Sanada wasn't a junior, but yeah, that's my future prediction for you know the long term. So that's until twenty twenty two. So yeah, nice. <laughs> so this for for the next two years. So Stephen, how about you? What's your uh, long term? Okay. Um. Before I look at the long term, I just want to mention Andrew Singson's comment. Um. Sanada should win. It's his time. Pero mohang malabo sa title win talaga for now. Tapos sa uh, Bullet Club, who turns evil can meddle with Jay Muna since mohang dun papunta na na. I feel Jay is leaving soon. Going all ex WWE. LOL. Um. I'm honestly scared. No, no. Look. Here's the thing. I'm scared too. I'm honestly scared that Jay White might be going to WWE because oh. he already li- look he already lives in Florida. He prefers oh, yeah. living in America. I'm worried. I'm very worried. I'm scared. Nah, Jay White will just go to WWE at some point because that would mean in less than three years you lose your biggest um, biggest Gaijin and Kenny Omega. And then you lose your like almost second to Osprey level Gaijin in Jay White. Sobrang sayang. So I really hope Jay White is signed long term. Because if not, shit, like Osprey, <laughs> like no, I don't want to point there, man. Like no. Um. Anyway, um, my prediction for the future. Oh God, ang gulo talaga na IC situation. Um, Sanada will get the IC at some point, but we'll lose the we'll still lose to Naito, and then we'll get Okada Sanada. But when we hit 2022, as Jude said, I think in 2022, Sanada wouldn't have the IC belt anymore because we'd have somebody else uh, having the IC there. As much as I hate to say it, it's probably going to be Osprey. Um, GSJ. <laughs> shit, what is GSJ? Much better. 
much better. Anyway, yeah, I see Sanada becoming IWGP heavyweight champ at 2022. That's it. Your turn, Bill. Steve, how about instead of ZSJ, Taichi? Oh, oh there. You only held yeah. it like once, right? Yeah, right. Never, I mean, yeah, right. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. No. Okay, wait. So, by the way, airline issues too. If there's anyone oh, yeah. going to the WWE instead of Jay White, sana si Osprey na lang para lang just to save Jay White. Magsama na lang sila lahat. Oh God, so true. There's so many. Anyway. You know, there's so many wrestlers with issues sa mandun eh sa kabila. So gather, <laughs> gather them up there. So I think yeah, that's. Anyway, yeah. Let's go with Abel's uh, no, future take. Okay. So here's my future take, and I'm seeing this in a pattern of a time-space continuum of every wrestling company coming in. <laughs> yeah, this is weird because I've had conversations with a lot of people about it, and it's all brewing up in my mind for a couple of months already. Okay. I'm looking at it, Wrestle Kingdom. So Evil versus Switchblade, they have to fight over... Um, the... I see. No, Yujiro. not even. Just, uh, yeah, for Yujiro's um, custody. <laughs> Yujiro on a ladder match. They're going to do a ladder match and Yujiro's just hanging there and then just going to drop him. So that's it. But Evil versus Switchblade for the leadership of Bullet Club. And then Switchblade yeah. loses. Switchblade goes to, up becomes the biggest um, good guy, Shinsuke Nakamura way. Or, if he does go to WWE, fuck, I'm pissed. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> then it's Ibushi versus Tanahashi. I feel like that's a matchup that's been really like bound to happen at the kingdom. Why? Because Ibushi has to get over him. In order oh for Ibushi, in order for Ibushi to get to like, let's say like Sanada has to get over Naito. Naito is, I mean Tanahashi is Ibushi's Naito. Uh, oh wait, did that make sense? Oh, I think. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. Sense. So Ibushi has to. It's like a dream match of like, who's the real ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling? It's Ibushi okay. or Tanahashi, and then okay. Ibushi takes it. Uh, this is a conversation that me and Derb had on the previous one. It's Okada versus Mox. Why? Because it's um, the Jer- we had the conversation of Jericho, the thirty years of Jericho. I think the door is open. The forbidden door is open. Like wide open, not even, yeah. not even just like this small of a space. Like it's fucking uh, um, seven me can pass through it. So that's how big the door is. So I feel like Okada Moxley is is such an intriguing matchup. Is because I feel like it is is because Moxley feels like it's gonna be some sort sort of Jericho. When Jericho came in New Japan, like. He was the one setting up like dream match, dream match. Moxley is gonna be that guy for New Japan. Like, here's the former WWE guy who had the killer instinct. Fuck all of you guys! I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. Yeah. And he's gonna go against the Rainmaker, the face of the. So it's gonna be like the face of AEW versus the face of New Japan. What do you, what, Boy, what else, right? Sanada versus Naito. I'm gonna go with your prediction, Drew. I think. Or was it you, Steve, where Sanada wins the Intercontinental title? I think both of us did. Oh, both of you guys did. Okay. So Sanada wins the Intercontinental title first because he already beat Naito, right, in the G1. And usually, when you beat the champion in G1, you get the title shot after G1. So Sanada gets through Naito for the Intercontinental, but he doesn't get through him in Wrestle Kingdom. So finally, you can uh, separate the two belts because... Jesus Christ, no one gives a fuck about double gold anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I agree. It's like when it was Seth Rollins for Nitro. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. not even. The problem is if you look at Seth Rollins holding the Universal title and the Intercontinental title, it made a lot of sense because he was defending both belts in one card. That's how yeah, it should be. Workhorse, grab it. Workhorse. Yeah, Rollins at that time was like probably one of the best wrestlers in the world, under Omega. But yeah, uh, Naito, Naito's gonna win it. But I feel like it's the same pattern because Okada has the like the same way Okada beat Jay White in in Madison Square, 
it has to come out yeah. like that because it's Tokyo, Tokyo, it's Tokyo 2021 Olympics. Okay, so okay, he has yeah. to be like, yeah, Tokyo, Tokyo, I'm hungry. No, I'm kidding. Okay. But guys, it's the, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I see that one. But the main, the main thing that I see moving forward here, which I am not surprised for the rest of the entire thing. Since Jericho opened the door, I feel like the elite will come out in Wrestle Kingdom. They'll just come Which out. Which one? Just uh, the elite. Okay. The elite yeah. will come out. I feel like. I feel like for maybe, some maybe, reason. Maybe New Year's Dash. Maybe New Year Dash. Maybe, maybe yeah. man, you knows. Like, put it in Korokin. Korokin will fucking blow. Like, yeah. I feel like at some point there is this preconceived notion in my head where. Omega wins the title over Moxley in AEW. Yeah. He will. And then will. after Omega wins, because that's a storyline. That's the longest standing storyline in AEW that's still yeah. active. Mm. And what if after Omega wins the title, you hear the coin flip and Okada comes <laughs> out in an AEW pay-per-view? So that's something. So it's a door open and Omega is going to be the first one to step, step through. Why? Because he was the first one that got cut. Him in the and elite. Actually, he was the one who closed the door, actually. <laughs> he closed the door. Omega closed the door. So the elite closed the door. For, it's appropriate for the elite to reopen it again. And mm. that's where the New Japan AEW um, storyline and connection comes in. So, And I feel like Especially this Wrestle Kingdom, this coming Wrestle Kingdom, or maybe the next one, 2022, yeah. will be the most crucial in professional wrestling history because it will be the part where, fuck WWE, everyone's <laughs> just on it together. Yeah. We're just having fun, and you can just go leave us the fuck away from your machine. We are the happiest wrestling fans ever, wrestling performers ever. Like This is the, this is the, the, the start. And right. small side note, Osprey becomes sealed. That's my biggest, like, it's not as impactful in a sense because I'm not, I mean, ever since the Osprey thing started, I was like, okay, I I've lost respect for Osprey. But seeing the way he just cuts the promos after his matches. And Kenny 2.0. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like Kenny 2.0. Mm -hmm. So it's no surprise when you you guys said it, Drew, then Steve. And I think Derb said it too. Like, I think the last time we talked, Osprey could be part of Bullet Club. Yeah. Because it was. Hey, um, I'll be. I'll, I'll drop back in. I'm just gonna have to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Okay, let's go, Derb. Now your uh, future outlook. Well, if Sanada wins, um, let me highlight why I think Sanada is perfect for Naito. You get someone new. Kind of like Omega uh, G126 to Wrestle Kingdom 11. Someone new who's starting to get popular or it was popular already and is being christened as a new main eventer. Um, the thing with uh, Sanada is it's a safe way to finally get Naito have his uh, roll call at the Dome. At the Dome. Someone he can beat, but it's a big enough name can make it exciting because Sanada beat him in the G1, right? But I don't think Sanada's going to win the Intercontinental title. That guy is... that The Intercontinental title is sadly going to the guy who's going to beat Naito tomorrow, which is Evil. And oh. Evil versus Jay White will be for the Intercontinental title at Wrestle Kingdom. So the thing is, with Wrestle Kingdom 15, the ongoing theme, I think, going forward is factions and tag teams battling each other. I think it's going to be Sanada Naito in the main event, Jay White in Evil in the co-main event, and Tanahashi versus Ibushi in one of the special singles matches because I think um, Ibushi beating Tanahashi finally makes him a god because that's what his motto is, right? He will be god. Mm -hmm. And I think Sanada winning G1 this year prevents the back-to-back because we yeah. all know Ibushi is going to get the title soon. And I think it's either Naito or 
Okada continuing from when he gets it for the Olympics. And I think instead of uh, Ibushi, Osanada, and I, Okada, it's going to be Ibushi, Okada in Wrestle Kingdom 16. Also, I uh, yeah, me and Evil talked about this. Um, since Moxley has an open contract, uh, let me try to like, because uh, Evil went with the AEW and stuff. I'll try to do it more self, which goes self-contained with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is, okay, you're going to have guys with open contracts go in, so we'll have Mox versus Okada. Why? Because remember, I think it was New Beginning when they were tagging each other. And yeah, that, uh, yeah, you wrote the yeah, New Beginning, yeah. 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 Beginning. And, then, and then, I don't know if Uncle Dave was the one who said it, but they were trying to like tease this angle, and they did. They tried to tease like Okada and Moxley. I think it was actually rumored for Dominion, but it did. Oh, it actually didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's gonna be better for a special singles match. Actually, I kind of like Okada in this year. Nah, he's like he has finally let loose that the company has also made him made him go away from the title for so long that he's now temporarily the 1B since Naito is now the 1A. Yeah. Which is, they flipped the position because Okada was usually the 1A and Naito's the 1B. I mm-hmm. think um, this G1 is going to be crucial because we need someone not in the big four to win it, to win it. But, because, um, yeah, because since... I think Kenny wasn't even a main eventer, right? When he won G1. Not. Oh, uh, no, no. no, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I think. Ah. Yeah. I think he was the last non-big non four to win G1. And then, yeah, to make it unwritten with Sanada. He's like, because it's a perfect storyline. Imagine, the, the, imagine that video package with the Japanese narrator that gets you so hyped up. It's the Baron Yamazaki. Of... <laughs> Baron yeah. Yamazaki, man. The yeah. best. It, yeah, dude. As in, imagine it's the guy who idolized Keiji Muto and the guy who got compared early in his career to Keiji Muto. Oh, man. It's Naito and Sanada. Oh. I thought, oh I thought Naito was more of a no. I thought Naito was more of... Um... Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, Chono. I thought it was more of Chono. No, no, no. He's no longer Chono. He's beyond Chono. <laughs> no, no, no. Because remember Wrestle Kingdom 5, I think, or Wrestle Kingdom 6? They had the Genius versus Genius match. I love that. Man. I love it's, that. Man. Uh, the um, Muto versus Naito. Because that was, like, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom 6, that was supposed to be his starting point to, like, to be being Tanahashi 2.0. But yeah, it's going to be... You've already, you guys already said it. Most of the things, because uh, here's what Rastin Rantin, so hopefully he gets he get he gets his content back. Said New Japan is good at getting from point A to point B, but the thing is they'll try to make little twists and turns to make it not so obvious. Mm. But um, the long, you know, you know, you know that the point A is now, and then the point B is hopefully next year the Olympics happen. And Okada will finally get his belt back and then be the best wrestler in the world. And Ibushi finally getting his. But for the short term, we have to get that roll call at the dome. That yeah. Kenta, oh, yes, the uh, roll call at the fucking Kenta. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why Sanada <sighs> is the best because it elevates him and it's someone Naito can beat at the dome to finally have the roll call. That is not Okada. But I won't be surprised if they do Okada Naito 4 and Naito beats him just to like even the series. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. Okay. Damn. You know, the Olympic factor is really, you know, really the funniest thing about this. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, just because yeah, Okada is torchbearer, it has so much potential just for him to get the belt. You know, Run the torch yeah. with IWGP title, which is kind of funny. Like as long Although, as he can run, like he'll be the torchbearer, right? And yeah. just put on the title card IWGP heavyweight champion. Like yeah. okay, <laughs> okay. Yun yung ano weird. 
But yeah, okay, that's our future of uh, in Japan beyond G1. So I think yeah, that's our that's our episode. So our episode. That's so for ending this episode. Um, I think uh, we'll do some shoutouts. So uh, Dervin Abel, I think you can do your shoutouts and um, yeah, we can start with. Wait, hold on. Can, can we just remove the episode ender yeah. banner? Wait long, so that we can uh, we can show our usernames. Wait long. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So all right, let's do the plugs. Plug oh shit, in. I forgot my name. Oh man, my name is <laughs> Okay. Go ahead, Derv. Go and promote Eastside Beatdown. Yeah, uh guys, uh join us uh when we have like I think we're gonna have me and Abel. Uh we're Eastside Beatdown of wrestling afterwards, so we're gonna handle we're handling the Japanese side of things and also follow the Western side of things when ABL talks to the other guys from rest, resting after work. And also, yeah, thank you to all the listeners and to the geeky ones for letting us join your awesome. midpoint review. Awesome, awesome. Thank you all so right. much for joining us here too. So, yeah. I'll okay. and say the Wrestling After Work podcast was, uh, well, it was Wrestling After Work and I just started it just because, you know, I was literally watching wrestling after I, sure. after I went to work. So I think everyone can, you know, a little bit um, resonate with that because most of us really come from uh, work whenever we watch wrestling. So we don't have the time at all. So yeah. that's how the podcast started. Like all of us just started after work or maybe like on the weekends. Like well, that's only when we shoot. So we have the podcast. Follow us on Facebook. That's Wrestling After Work. We have like a lot of stuff coming up. And I have a surprise for, I mean, we already talked about this in the chat. But I really wanted to, to do as Wrestling After Work and just a wrestling fan in general. This is not a cheap plug, but I wanted to do something for us. Like I wanted to do a StarCast, but for all the wrestling podcasts in the yeah. Philippines. Yes. Yeah. I call my podcast uh, the best wrestling podcast in the entire Philippines. I say that as a joke because it's ironic because they're so shitty. So, <laughs> but you know, the reason why we just want to stir up some trouble is because we want to work with everybody. So this is the first crossover we've done uh, with yeah. the Geeky Ones. Thank you guys for just like yeah, being great. No problem, man. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for coming. Yeah, no problem, <laughs> okay. Now for our turn. Okay, now I guess we're gonna plug this one. Now, of course, you're watching us on Facebook. You can you can see us here. Facebook, we always share a lot of our every episode, every blog, we share it on Facebook. And you can also find us on Twitter where we talk about uh where we do the same thing and although we do our own uh you know, we do our guys more geeky thoughts there. <laughs> yeah, we do our live thoughts there. You know, every now and then, you know, I try my best to to use the Geek One's account while watching, but you know, it ends up nah, it's all in my account. But yeah, that's <laughs> it. Uh, and then Instagram, which is uh, you know, more the more photogenic side of the Geek One. I don't know how more for announcements, yeah. Mostly <laughs> announcements. The aesthetic version of um, our announcements and episodes are there. And uh, we also do Twitch streams just uh, we sometimes do watch while, parties. Yeah. We sometimes do uh, gaming streams. I would probably want to do a gaming stream there soon too. Yes. And that's it. Um, you can find our podcast on Spotify. Anchor is our main platform. There's Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. There's Player.fm. It's it's everywhere. Oh, you yeah. know, just search on <laughs> Google. There's also the website where you know every blog is there. You know, we yep. do check out the geeky ones.com. Yeah, we do reviews, and that's it. That's it. That's all our plugs. Yep. And you forgot something. What you forgot something? Did uh, the Discord. Discord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, we have a Discord. Oh, yeah, we all have. Yeah, we do have yeah. the Discord. <laughs> so, Okay, now currently there's you know there's us the geeky ones, there's wrestling after work, and there's MTG show there. And oh, yeah. yeah, now you know the goal is to create a nice little wrestling podcast community there. And you know, 
and a nice little yeah, recipe other thoughts too, there yeah. too. So yeah. yeah, um, we also have a Discord. So, uh, I think we can share that. Uh, we can share that on our social media account. So that's, that's right. That's right. One, it's gonna be one announcement soon. So yeah, that's it. That's for that's the episode. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, so thank you wrestling after after work once again for joining us. This Thanks. is episode forty six, and yeah, I am I'm looking forward to g1 finals soon yeah and yeah that's it um so i'm jude this is uh I'm steven, steven. <laughs> there's abel and derv of wrestling after work and goodbye guys goodbye guys Bye. 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 thanks guys